Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village, the award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. The most shocking thing that's happened for you know some time to, to our program and to what we do is the federal money flowing out of Washington. It has gone into the school district. So much money has been given to schools that it's virtually evaporated the market that we had of providing students with computers. For free. K through 12 students specifically. Yeah, but but for free. It has been um Remarkable to me, you know, it, and in fact, it's like I say, it's virtually dried up that market. Let me get well, this yeah. straight. So the government is out giving you is what I hear right now. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let me introduce everybody that's listening. I'm Dennis okay. Simpson. This is Bob McCleskey. Bob and I go back probably the better part of a decade. A fantastic <laughs> guy with a wonderful heart for, for giving. Bob, you were, and before we get into it real quick, you were actually president of the Fountain Lake School Board. Is that correct? I was on the school board for nine years, and that included a few years of being president. Yeah. What we're talking about today is the computers for kids. Bob, tell us how this works. What does it do? The program is to we basically request donations from various sources. It used to be schools and still is somewhat, but also from businesses and residents, uh, typically people who are upgrading their computer and no longer need the one they had. And so we take that computer, uh, we first evaluate it to see whether it will handle the latest Microsoft operating system. Well, next latest the yeah. operating system of 10, Windows 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if so, then we will put it through that sequence of events. Otherwise, we actually install an alternative operating system called Linux Mint. That's every bit as good as Windows 10, but and, people and a don't lot know about it. And a lot faster. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And faster. And particularly on underpowered equipment so uh then what we do is uh we ready those computers so it's a complete system if it's a laptop of course that's that's a uh, a computer or laptop with adapter in the case of a desktop it's all the components keyboard mouse monitor speakers if necessary 
so that it's a it's a total system. And in the case of all in one, it's that unit plus a keyboard and uh, mouse. Uh, Ethernet, if they're they're going to be connecting directly to a router. Otherwise, if it's wireless, we don't provide the Ethernet. But, so the recipients of the computers have a complete operating computer system. And we, uh, in the case of all the Microsoft-enabled computers, we keep pretty uh, complete records for because it's required that, that due to the fact that we are a Microsoft registered refurbisher, which lets us buy that uh, both Windows 10 and Office at incredible discounts. Like, like, Without uh, that, we wouldn't have program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and for, for and I'm not giving away anything because I'm familiar with the program, but typically Office is going to be under 20 bucks kind of thing, right? In that ballpark. <laughs> to try, try a third of that. <laughs> a third of that. A third yeah, of that. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so in, in the shortest version possible, you people give you computers, you refurbish them, you make sure they're up to grade, you put the latest Microsoft software on there, and then you give them away. Is that no. what I'm hearing? No, not quite. It's okay. close. Okay. We do ask for a nominal donation. And the donation, if it turns out to be a Linux computer, we ask for a $10 donation. $10, man? What do you think? People yeah, were yeah, made of yeah, money around here? Huh? Yeah. Yes, yes, we're minting money. If it's a Windows-enabled computer, desktop or laptop, it's going to be $20. If it's an all-in-one with Windows on it, it's going to be $30. Well, so um, that's and, – and, and the reason for the, for the additional $10 in the case of all-in-one is because – they have speakers and they have Wi-Fi and, you know, they have everything you need. Where if it's a desktop, you know, that we uh, we do put speakers on it, but some of the uh, desktops actually have uh, a sound built into the yeah. chassis. Yeah. And in some cases, the monitors have sound built in. So, Well, well Bob, where are, you, where are you calling us from today? I can see behind you. I've got a lake. You've got a, a storeroom, it looks like. <laughs> well, it's actually a workroom and storeroom. We actually have three rooms in the Unitarian Universalist Village Church that we have occupied virtually since the church bought this facility from the Village Church of Christ, right? which was 11, 12 years ago. It's a great building, too, a great location. Yeah. Yes, and it was a, an incredible uh, purchase for, for our church, and, and it was one of the best, uh, it, the, the, the purchasing process was one of the most enjoyable contract negotiations I've ever been involved in. The Church of Christ people were so easy to deal with and so pleasant. So I, I like to give them a lot of uh, attaboys for that that experience. Well, anyway, we have these three let rooms. Me, that, let, let me interrupt just yeah. for one second. Uh, the Village Church of Christ is where the computer club holds their board meetings and some of our training, and they oh. are their their new building yeah. over oh, on Balboa. Okay. They are yeah. still generous. Yeah. It's not just yeah. when they yeah. negotiate for a building. I mean, yeah. they're wonderful people, and and once again, more pats on the back because they're yeah. very very village minded yeah. and civic minded. So much like the UU, and and I mean, yeah. let me ask. So you've been taking these computers in for how many years? It's over 13 years. I started the program while I was on the school board and discovered that the obsolete or surplus computers there were being sent to Texas Canada to be scrapped. 
And I said, so there's got to be a, uh, a use for those things. And, and I did enough research and discovered that I could become a Microsoft registered refurbisher to be able to get those licenses at incredibly inexpensive rates. And so that started it. And the first two years, basically all the computers we did went into the Fountain Lake community, school community. Really? And we started expanding after that to other local school districts. Uh, and basically, uh, we placed computers in at least the five other than Lakeside. We have a, a one or two in Lakeside, maybe Lake Hamilton, but most of it has gone to the other school district. Cutter Morning Shore, particularly um, Hot Springs School District, is actually the one that has in the last few years, gotten most of the computers that we've repurposed. And, 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 and let me come back to this real quick. Fountain Lake is the one just down at the corner of five and seven, because we have visitors and watchers from all over. Yeah. So this is the one probably you and I would say closest to Hot Springs. Okay. Then, well, it technically pretty close. It's it's down on, down on Fox Pass, down down near the bypass, yeah. where the bypass is going to be these yeah. days. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite. Uh, yeah. Then just north of here, we have Jesseville, which is another right. needy school yes. district. Uh, did you say, and I'm, I'm sorry if I missed it, did you say Mountain Pine have you used a lot, been a lot Yes, there? Yes. Mountain okay. Pine is one of the, the district. Now, we haven't done anything recently. Well, we haven't done much recently with any of them. Yeah. But uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, we did some work there. Uh, more at, at Hot Springs, particularly the Langston what used to be aerospace now that they've got a different name for it. But, yeah. um, uh, and then uh, in the hot springs high school, a uh, cutter morning star. And then certainly Jesseville is uh, again, all of this is prior to the pandemic. Although fairly recently, um, I sent a, a email encouraging to, I sent it to the five superintendents encouraging them to make their, uh, families aware of uh, the availability of computers. And Cutter did the best job. They posted that on a is probably a Facebook site, right? And so right. we uh, we ended up with a ten or fifteen families that got computers from from that posting. So and, and you know, uh, the, I, the big I, I'm sorry, the big change though because of what's happening in the in the K through twelve world is that and in fact prior to the pandemic we were starting to. Uh, place a lot of computers with nonprofit organizations, hmm. particularly that are doing what I think of, or what I think most people would consider adult education, oh. uh, which there is a great need, much more than a lot of people realize. Uh, the Cooperative Christian Ministries and Clinic is one of the big uh, organizations, one of the organizations doing a lot of that. Uh, in fact, they have uh, classes running, and then I think these are typically three-month classes. Um, and I know they have uh, at least one or two classes going now, and they've got some scheduled. Um, and there are other organizations that do that kind of uh, education. So, Is that the one down on Park Street? Yes. Okay. Well, it's it's one street off. You, you can yeah. see the sign. And to get to it is kind of because it's a one-way street getting through their building. Oh, but, uh, yes. Well, yes. not only that, but the, the fine folks at the clinic are fantastic. We're talking yeah. about, yeah. I mean, really a heart forgiving, literally a heart forgiving. Let, yeah. let me let me play techie just for a moment. I'm going to take off the interviewee hat and I'm going to put on the techie hat and have him say, so I'm going to give you my computer 
Okay. And you're going to refurbish it and you're going to sell slash give to the kids at virtually nothing. How do I know my data is secure? What are you going to do to get my stuff off there, Bob? Okay. One of the requirements of being a Microsoft registered refurbisher mm -hmm. is that we wipe the hard drive of every computer we receive, particularly those that are going through the Microsoft channel. And we do it on all of them, frankly. So that that's after the evaluation process. The second step is wiping hard drives. And so these hard drives are, some of them stay in the computer, some of them get pulled out and put in other computers. Uh, and if I could turn my camera around, I can show you a stack of hard drives that we pulled out. Um, so th they all get wiped, everything removed, literally programs as well as personal data is taken off the computer. And then we're gonna overwrite that space with the new Windows 10, Office, et cetera, or the Linux, uh, and Linux has its own suite of software, uh, including one called LibreOffice, which, mm -hmm. like Microsoft Office, has all the components. In fact, it has more components in it than Microsoft Office has, at least the version that we installed, which is 2019. Yeah, and, and it's basically, it comes down to being this simple. It's an open source version of Office that people have built because Office is just... I appreciate the Microsoft people, but to buy a retail version or a business version can be astronomical. It's more than $10. How about that? I'll, I'll put it that way. It's more than $10, right? Yeah. 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 So what a wonderful, I, I, I've got so many questions, Bob. Let, let me come back. I want to come back and ask how you got started in doing this. And I know you saw the need for it. I got that. What I wanted to know is how did you get to the village? Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, let me interrupt this and say that I've lost your photo. Are you still seeing me on your? Yeah, I'm great. I've got you, and I'm recording you okay. fine. So right, I, I don't keep hacking. We're us. good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I had some. Some of my career was in the technology industry. In fact, it started in in what was called data processing. I worked for a small company out of Dallas called Electronic Data Systems. Was that with the guy with the big ears? 125 employees when I went to work. And when I left, there was a hundred and something thousand employees. But anyway, yeah, and, so... And for those that don't know, that's Mr. Perot and, and yeah. uh, the I'm, I'm all ears comment from the... Yeah. the uh, yeah. yeah, so the anyway, even while I was there, though, I never got involved in the kind of work that I'm doing with computers for kids. I was basically... Um, involved in, in management and marketing. I, I did work very nominally as a technician. I wrote one COBOL computer program that uh, worked, was in service for a long time, but um, anyway, then got involved in other things. Um, so it was after I retired and got on the school board that I got interested in doing this uh, refurbishing work and, and saw a, a need for it. And that certainly proved to be the case over the years. It, it started with just me and then one or two other people and remained pretty small until about three or four years ago. Um, and and we now have somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 volunteers that, that work with us that, that uh, you know, do the, the only five of us do the technical refurbishing 
process um, and, and other people, you know, assist with, with other aspects of the program. Uh, obviously, we have to get out in the community to get the word out. Uh, we have to maintain the records that, that Microsoft requires. Um, you know, that we, we have to, uh, to protect the, the licenses that we get. Actually, not we used to get it directly from Microsoft. But that's no longer true. We actually get it from another major refurbishing organization out of uh, Kentucky. But, uh, well, now, so you say after you retired, you make it sound like you retired and they had a place waiting for you at Hot Springs Village. Uh, come on. Come on, Bob. What happened? Well, we, uh, my wife and I started looking for a place, you know, a few years before we retired, before I was scheduled to retire. And, and, uh, discovered the village like a lot of people uh actually we'd been coming to hot springs for at least three or four years before we discovered the village and we it, that was an accident we were driving around uh we did the circuit around lake washita and came down highway seven saw the village uh, <laughs> pulled into the gate and guess what they said you if you don't have an invitation, you can't come in. <laughs> so we didn't know any better. We just kept going. So it was after that that one of the merchants in town made us aware of how to get into the village. And, and you know, so we ended up then from that point forward, when we came to the Hot Springs area, we stayed in the village. And that went on for at least three or four years. Bought our first lot on the Cortez Golf Course. And even before we even considered building on it, we found another lot that overlooks Lake Coronado. That's where we ended up building what amounts to a tree house or a house <laughs> in the trees. So Was like it, you, yeah. where you have a lake, we have trees that with, uh, th in the wintertime, we can see the lake pretty clearly. That's Coronado. But in the summertime, we can't see the lake. Something tells me you're on the north side. Am I close? Yes, we're uh, on the north side of Lake Coronado. Yeah. The, st the steep side, as we call it. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So. Well, Bob, how many PCs have you put into private hands over the years, you think? Uh, it's over, it's exceeding 1,300 at this time, point in time. I did a an inventory of that uh, a few months ago, and it was at 1,200 at the time. And uh, more recently, we've added enough put out enough or placed enough that it's in excess of 1300. Well, two, two uh, things I need to follow up with. Number one, how do we get in touch with you if we want to donate or if we know somebody in need? And number two, what do you need? Do you need more volunteers? Do you need more PCs? Uh, we would love to have more volunteers, but the number one need that we have is people to help us locate people, particularly uh, adults, or could be school children that need a computer that don't have one and would benefit ha from having one. And I think of nonprofit organizations. If, if any of your listeners are working with a nonprofit organization that assists adults or families, and that family doesn't have a, a personal computer, uh, we'd like to be able to help them out. So, um, uh, that's that's the biggest need. You know, people do donate computers. They come in, not daily, but a, a few a week that we get, uh, and they will eventually be uh, refurbished in place. But uh, the biggest need now is is 
people who need the computers rather than uh, us needing them. Because the government's competing with you. Who knew, right? Who yeah. knew? Yes, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah try, trying to get the government to, to help you out and assist, and then they overrun you. I, I tell you what, but I think for me, and I know for a lot of the villagers, we just can't stand waste. And I know that's what triggered. I know you enough to know that's what triggered your button on the school board. You were like, you're, you're doing what with them? You're throwing them away. Yeah. 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 And, and that, I mean, that was just, I, I actually, we don't keep them out of the, out of the dump, but we delay their, uh, <laughs> their arrival. Their experience. So, and, and they do serve obviously anybody that, that doesn't have a personal computer this day and age is, is behind. They need yeah. help. And that the computers, as anybody that has a computer and knows about Google and YouTube, those are the two greatest inventions beyond the Internet. Uh, the yeah. computers and the Internet are great inventions, but Google and YouTube are right up there with them. I agree. I agree. We have a friend here on the Lake Rick Marshall who um, – like-minded you need to meet him he's a great guy he's actually a realtor specializes in lakefront properties wonderful guy and and he made note that uh they went to puerto rico and basically set themselves up as missionaries in puerto rico and there, there's basically two schools of puerto rico there's puerto rico that says oh yeah we're part of the america yeah 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 and the other part of puerto rico says in in very broken english or very clear spanish uh, uh, you know, who, who wants the gringos, you know, and they realized that to help people get up the socioeconomic ladder, that they needed to learn English. So uh, Liz and, and, and Rick started a, a English, uh, a Spanish to English school to help the Puerto Rican people learn English so they could be in a service industry or get a phone job or, or whatever. And it was a tremendous, tremendous effort well, by the same token. You know, we, we assume we, you, know, you speak English, I speak English. We sure we can speak in, in you know, we we take that for granted. Well, I have a computer. You have a computer. Everybody has a. No, I guess they don't. Do they now, uh, Bob? Right, right. So that that's a, my, my point being of telling that story is, is that if you don't have a computer in today's day and age and you don't have office skills or you don't have literally office software skills, you can be at a huge disadvantage. So this can be bring some some lower income families up the ladder a little ways, can it, Bob? Absolutely. And along those lines, we have a um, not using a, a high flippant term, but we have a, a working relationship. And some people call it strategic alliance. Now it's a working relationship with a retired minister from the Christ of the Hills Methodist Church, one Dr. Walter Bubba Smith. Bubba. If you haven't met Bubba, I mean, he's a great guy. He and is. He's he on is. the board of Promise for Haiti. And I like to plug what he's doing because they they uh, it's a North Carolina-based organization that supports a medical clinic and I think it's 15 schools. And the first year of the pandemic, I think, was when he took about 50 computers down there. <clears throat> and earlier this year, he shipped about 15. And then I think he's going later this year. And we've got, because we received a bunch of their quasi uh, ebooks, their small uh, tablets with a keyboard and docking station that we recently felt air to a hundred of them and those make great uh, Linux computers so we're hoping that uh, that dr smith will take 
as many as he can haul back in, I think, November, he's going down there. So uh, we're starting to refurbish those things. They, ironically, they came with Windows 10 on them. <laughs> and they are so underpowered. They have a 32 gigabyte hard drive, uh, a two gigabyte RAM, and, and I think they're 1.1 processor i mean they're really underpowered they would have struggled yeah. with windows 7 much less yeah, I, anything yeah else. they had started with windows 7 and then they upgraded to windows 10 and they must have replaced the, the organization <laughs> which i won't mention <laughs> upgraded them no doubt so you know what they did they came with factory 7 and it worked okay yeah, yeah, yeah and they decided yeah, yeah. to upgrade to 10 and they they turned them into trash because they were literally right. useless that's, that's probably what happened but well let me anyway. let me tell you so the hades, those are the a bunch of those are going down to uh, to haiti, haiti. promise for haiti wow haiti. Well, promise uh, for uh, haiti. yeah and let me it's let me a, and and we can help you get in touch with dr bubba too he's a wonderful yeah. guy couldn't ask oh, for a nicer yeah. guy but yeah. i wanted to make note i uh, heard an article on npr oh gee it's been five uh, maybe 10 years ago but they were talking about after the earthquake they were trying to set up water stations so they could simply just give water away from the UN. And because this was a very pressing issue and, and the governmental issues, I'll, I'll truncate it greatly, but the governmental issues that were involved in, they could not, the, the UN could not secure ownership of a quarter acre lot to know whose name it's in so that they could put the water there. I mean, it's it's such a convoluted and frankly messed up system that it's difficult. Ownership is difficult there. Land ownership yeah. and many, many other issues are difficult that yeah. way. So to be able to go in and to directly inject computers in people's hands, huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge. Yeah. I, I get it. I really get it. Tell us how we could contact you, Bob. What's the best way to connect with computers for kids? Okay. I'd say the best way we have a website it's actually a web page on a website that it enables people to either donate a computer or request a computer and it's uuvc.org forward slash c4k okay uu as in universalist unitarian village church village church dot org dot org as in nonprofit slash c four computers the number the letter four or the number four k as in k kids and or that that's the that's the best way that you can send us an email which is c4k at uuvc.org either of those work so I, we I have a telephone number, but that's long and, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, just, you can find it, it on the web. It goes to an answering machine. It's not my <laughs> not my cell phone, fortunately. But uh, anyway, those those are the two best ways for people to contact us. Well, I, I want to bring I want to bring something up that may or may not be clear to the people in the village and outside the village, because that's one of the things I want to convey. And that is is that the Universalist Unitarian outside of the village doesn't always chat with the with the uh, the uh, church christ and the church christ don't always talk with the methodists and the methodists don't always work with the baptists in the village it's different it really is i i know of one gentleman that works for you or works with you i think or who promotes you that you may not even know who's who's jewish who loves what you do at the uucc church and then he turns around and helps other churches distribute them it it literally is how it should be in my personal yeah. opinion yeah yeah, we do have non-church members who are involved in the program. So 
it's it's it so happens most of them are, but not all of them, that, yeah, uh, which yeah. is not not surprising at all. Yeah. Well, you know, as as, yeah. as 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 my uh, Southern Baptist training would lead me to say, I think you're doing the Lord's work, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't think of it that way, but hey, we're helping people, and if that's the Lord's work, then I guess we're doing the Lord's work. Sounds wonderful. Bob, thanks for joining us today. Once again, Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Bob McCleskey, Computers for Kids. Computers for Kids here in Hot Springs Village. If you want to donate, we'll have that link below. If you want to, if you know somebody in need and who who could help distribute this, Bob, you'd be more than happy to assess them too, right? Absolutely. Please. Yep. Thank you, Dennis. Bob, been a pleasure as always. We got to go to lunch soon, okay? You too. Okay. Thanks, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.